Hello, my loves. Welcome back to Spiritually Connected. Um, sorry, my friend's texting me right now. So if you heard that buzz, that is from her. Um, I am not gonna lie. I completely forgot that today is a Sunday. I feel like this week has just been like so weird because it was my last week in quarantine because I got COVID, and um, I just saw my friends for the first time in literally forever. Like yesterday, it was like a whole process. Um, and I like my school has moved online for this week, and it's like a whole thing. So I feel like it's just so weird that it's sunday and i'm very overwhelmed by that fact and so then i just like realized i was like oh shit i have a podcast episode um to film record whatever you want to say um so i want to do another episode where i just chat to you guys because those are my favorite episodes to film honestly like just covering multiple topics in one episode like just kind of talking to you guys and sharing what's ever on my mind i love those types of episodes so much um And so I'm really ready for this one. In this one, I want to talk about the Witch Talk Blacklist. I want to talk about change and my experiences with it. I want to talk about my projects for the new year and some other stuff. So stay tuned. Um, But yeah, before we get into it, I wanted to remind you guys that I do tarot readings, dream interpretation readings, pendulum reading, not pendulum, like yes or no readings. Like if you have a yes or no question, I can tell you what what my answer to it is um and my tarot readings also i have like love readings career readings all kinds of stuff all of my reading options are on my instagram which is at spiritually connected readings and my website which is spiritually connected readings.weebly.com um in order to book a reading i have so many reading options that i'm not going to read them all right now or like say them all right now but if you are interested in any of those like psychic reading type things um you can dm me on instagram in order to book a slot i have specific time slots available on my instagram shown as well like i have different time slots one person takes one slot so if you book one slot you can get as many types of readings as you want within that one slot but um one slot is only for one person at a time so yeah um so if you're interested just dm me on instagram that's what's going on right now um i have been doing a lot with my readings lately and i honestly feel very proud of where my business is right now i feel very organized i have like everything set up i am doing so good with my readings right now and i feel like they're just they keep getting better um also if you are interested in seeing my reviews if you're unsure about getting a reading those are also on my website again spiritually connected readings.weebly.com um and yeah that's pretty much all i have to say about my readings for the time being um but yeah um also, if you want to follow me on my socials, again, my Instagram is at Spiritually Connected Readings. I do my readings on there, but I also post, like, spiritual content, like, affirmations, like, information about astrological events, stuff like that. So, if you're interested in spiritual or witchy content, you can definitely follow me on there. You can also follow me on my TikTok, which I post almost every day on, um, which is at Spiritually underscore Connected. We are almost at 25k on there, and that is absolutely insane to me. Like, how did this happen? Um, but... I'm not stopping at 25k. I'm gonna keep growing. I'm manifesting that shit. I believe in myself. I got this. Um, and then my tick or I just said my TikTok, my Twitter, which I don't go on as much, but I'm trying to get more into, is spirituallycon1. So if you're interested in occasional Twitter posts, um, then that is the place for you. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of different topics for today, but I'm very excited to talk about it. Oh, also. After this episode is uploaded, I'm going to post on my Instagram. Many of you know that I do 
um, an episode once or twice a month, like every once in a while, about a paranormal unsolved case because I love ghost stories. I love the paranormal. I'm so interested in the paranormal. You guys have literally no idea how invested I am. Um, but I want to know what you guys want me to do the next episode on the strange and paranormal like what story you want me to do it on last time i did the story on the silent twins which if you're interested in that that episode is already up it's been up i am so fascinated by that case it's literally insane um but once i post like once i post this podcast episode i will also post that instagram post so if you follow me on instagram or if you just want me to do a specific one definitely go to my instagram and comment let me know um what story you want me to cover next because i love researching new paranormal investigations you know me um so definitely comment under that but that sorry that was a really fucking long intro but anyways i the first topic i want to talk about is my take on change now change is like i feel like okay so this kind of happened initially because i'm a tarot reader right so whenever i see the death card the death card to me is change but when people see the death card they're automatically afraid of it Um, which, like, I get it to some degree, but also I think that the death is actually, can be a really good card, it just depends on the cards surrounding it, and I feel like that's very similar with a lot of the different, a lot of the different cards, um, in the tarot, but what kind of got me thinking was that perception of the death card, where it's like, I pulled the death card for someone, and someone's like, oh my god, like, I'm gonna die, like, no, that's not what that means, um, it's just about change, and so I actually was talking to one of my deities, and they told me the other day to do a very specific shadow work prompt now if you don't know what shadow work is it's essentially working with the parts of yourself that aren't necessarily on the surface it's digging deeper i personally journal some people meditate on the prompts like whatever you want to do but it's really good for self-discovery it's helped me a lot to grow and learn as a person um and also within my craft and so my deity instructed me to do a very specific journaling prompt and that journaling prompt was what is my relationship with change and why do I think that it's like that and I think this is a really good prompt it's one that I've I think I did a while ago but I wasn't like fully like it's one that I can repeat over and over again because I realize more and more um and during this journaling I came to the conclusion that there are three types of change and now this is just a personal theory this is just a personal thing like don't attack me but I have come to the conclusion that there are three different types of change The first type is the ones that never should have happened. I hear so many times when someone shares something traumatic, they're like, oh, like people are like, oh, but it made you stronger. Like, oh, but it made you who you are. It doesn't matter if what I went through made me who I am, if I never deserved to go through that. I didn't need to be strong as a child. I needed to be safe. And I think that we have this idea of healing in our minds where it's like we, especially someone coming from such a like, forgive and forget type of like religious background I think that it's I had this idea drilled into my mind and a lot of other people do that in order to heal you have to forgive people and you have to move on there are certain things in life that you cannot forget and that you cannot move on from I recently was in a place that was very difficult for me to be in because of the trauma that I have experienced there and I came to the conclusion that the people who put me through that trauma I am never going to forgive them and I know that so many love and light spiritualists are gonna be like what oh my god like you have to you do not have to forgive the people who have caused you trauma 
I do not have to forgive the people who caused me this very severe trauma. I never should have had to deal with that, and I know that it made me part of who I am, but that does not mean that I had to go through it. It is not something that I needed to go through. Um, And I will talk more about that in a second. But that is the first type of change. The ones that happened may have completely destroyed us or sometimes they're positive but they these are non-essential changes these did not have to happen and often they should not have happened they're simply like nobody deserves that to happen to them essentially these are the traumas that did not need to happen they may have been crucial in making us who we are but that does not mean that we as human beings deserve to go through these traumas that is the first type of change that i have come up with The second type of change that I came up with was karmic lessons. Now, some people know what karmic lessons are to some degree, um, but everyone has a slightly different take on it. I personally see karmic lessons as things that, I literally wrote this in my notes, things that hurt hurt like hell, but need to happen for our own growth. Now, these are different from the ones I just talked about because those traumas that we experienced, um, we didn't deserve to experience them. And even karmic lessons, sometimes you don't deserve it, but it was essential in order for you to grow. Now, I see karmic lessons as, like, more people that came and went in my life, like, especially, like, when I think of karmic lessons, I think of the attachments that I've had. Now, I've done a podcast episode on connection versus versus attachment, and I mentioned this one connection, or not connection, this attachment that I had to this person who is incredibly toxic for me, incredibly bad for me. I kept on giving this love to this person. I kept on giving and giving and giving, and it just bounced back off of them and fell onto the ground because... It didn't even bounce back to me because they were not ready to receive the love that I was willing to give them. And I kept pouring my heart out to this person and kept like trying to help this person because I was so attached to them because of a trauma bond. And eventually I just couldn't do it anymore. I fell like I fell and I could not get up anymore because I had given all of the love that I should have saved for myself to this person who was not ready to receive it. So all of that love went to waste. That is a perfect example of a karmic lesson because even though that experience hurt me so badly and left me so damaged, that is now necessary because it taught me what real love is. It more importantly, it taught me what real love is not. Without that experience, I don't think that I would have been able to realize the difference between legitimate connection and attachment. Because, like I mentioned in a previous podcast episode, I did not have a legitimate connection with this person. I was trauma-bonded to them because we shared a similar experience, and I felt as though it was my responsibility to help them and to fix them. It wasn't, but... Because I went through that, it hurt me so badly. But now, because of that experience, because that needed to happen, now I know so much more about myself and about the connections that I have with other people. And I can tell the difference between a toxic and a non-toxic person. I can tell the difference between um, connection and attachment. And most of all, I listen to my intuition. That was the experience that pushed me over the edge and forced me to listen to my intuition. I needed that experience in order to listen to my intuition because my whole life I have had such a strong intuition and I don't know if I've talked about this exactly before, but I, when I met this person, I had the worst feeling about them and I thought that it was just me overthinking and it wasn't. Everything that I thought was going to happen, everything that my tarot cards predicted, everything that my just intuition predicted, it was all correct. And so after that experience, I was forced to stop 
ignoring my intuition and I actually tapped into it and that has made my life so much better in so many different ways that is just one example of a karmic lesson everyone deals with karmic lessons but essentially karmic lessons are the ones that hurt like hell but they needed to happen they were necessary they needed to happen and again this is different from the ones that never should have happened because these were for your own personal growth now some of the traumas that I'm not necessarily going to mention that I've gone through that fit into the ones that are that I never should have gone through. Yes, they made me who I am, but they did not need to happen. And that's the difference between those and karmic lessons. The final amount of change is the one that... Or the final, like, change option, I guess? The final type of change that I came up with that... I think it's almost always overlooked as the positive changes. I feel like when people think change, at least personally, when I think change, I automatically, my, my mind goes to the negative changes, whether that's the karmic lessons that hurt me really badly and that pain that I suffered through because of those karmic lessons or the ones that never should have happened to me in the first place. I automatically see the negative when I think of change and I think that's something I discovered through my shadow work today. Um, but there have been so many positive changes in my life. Um, that I don't even recognize. And also, it's important to acknowledge that karmic changes can lead to positive changes. Um, but like, I wrote down a list of positive changes in my shadow work notebook because I, 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 what I needed to realize that change can be either good or bad. I wrote down, I was best friends with my boyfriend before we started dating. We were very close. We became best friends first. We were friends for months and then we started dating. And that was a positive change in my life because I love him and I adore being with him every single second of my life. Um, And so that's a really big example of like a positive change, meeting my best friend. When I met my best friend, I was in a very dark place. So it was not a fun time for me, obviously, but because I have her now in my life, it literally is so, 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 like, much better. Like, my life has changed for the positive so much more. I don't often acknowledge these positive changes because I am so focused on the ones that have hurt me, but we have to keep in mind that the key to everything, and I know I say this all the time, the key to everything in life is balance. We cannot have good without the pain and the awfulness. Now, I'm not saying that that pain and awfulness always is necessary by any means. Like I'm saying, there are changes that did not need to happen, that did not deserve to happen, that should never have happened. But in order to live a healthy life, you have to have a balance between positive changes and karmic lessons. The ones that never should have happened don't need to be a part of your life in order for you to live and thrive and do amazing things. But in order for you to live a healthy life, you need to have a balance between karmic lessons and positive changes. And I think that that's a really important thing for me to keep in mind. This is just a personal thing that I came up with. Um, so yeah, I highly recommend you guys do this shadow work prompt because it literally did so much for me. Even if you just list the different types of changes, like list all of the changes that never should have happened to you, list all of your karmic lessons, list your positive ones, that can also be so helpful just because you can look back on that and reflect and realize that some of those changes like are going to be positive and some of them are going to be negative you cannot automatically assume that a change is going to be negative um 
so yeah, sorry, that literally took so much time, I'm really sorry, um, but I, okay, the next thing I want to talk about are the projects that I have for 2022, now, I kind of talked about this, like, a little bit last year, um, not last year, um, but during my last podcast episode, but I am literally so beyond ready for 2022, I am prepared, I, even just the first week of 2022 has been so, so good for me, um, which is absolutely insane, I have so many projects for the new year, so people have been talking, people have been asking me to coach for a really long time, to coach about witchcraft, tell them about tarot, stuff like that, so this year I am working so hard, I am doing all of the planning, all of the prep to get a Patreon started, so that way my services aren't free, but people can learn the information that I know, and that way I'm making money, and I'm also able to teach people who need to be taught. Um, I want to grow my readings. I have so many goals for this year and I have been manifesting every single day. I am so ready. Um, and also, I don't know if I've even like mentioned this on this podcast before because I feel like I often overlook it, but I have a very distinct idea right now, at least of what my goals and aspirations are after college. And to some people, this is going to sound absolutely ridiculous and absolutely insane. Um, but to me, it's not because this is just something that I genuinely feel called to do. I have been talking about this for a very long time, but I want to do what I am doing right now with my readings and with my teaching that is coming up on my Patreon and with my content creation on all of my platforms. I want to do that for the rest of my life. I want to make a living off of that for the rest of my life. And this year, if... COVID lightens up and things get better as far as that, like, kind of stuff goes. I want to do tarot readings at Renaissance fairs and art fairs. I want to do them at parties and at events, and I want to, for the rest of my life, as soon as I'm out of college, my plan is to move back to my house for a couple months, like my house that I'm living in currently, and I am going to buy a van or a school bus, probably a van, and renovate it to be my home. I want to live van life, and I know that so many people are gonna get, like, I know, believe me, I have done so much research into van life. I have looked into it. I know the pros and cons. I have been researching this for so long, and I'm so invested in this idea. I already have a van fund going. I am prepared. Now, whenever you go on TikTok and you search, like, van life, you see, like, the pristine, like, really, like, bougie, like, minimalistic ones. That's not what my van's gonna look like. No, 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 no. I have plans, let me tell you. My van will be cluttered. I love my room cluttered. I feel like a lot of people underestimate the the beauty of a cluttered room because my room can be clean but I have no like free space like there's stuff everywhere and I love it I genuinely love it so much I want that to be how my van is I want there to be plants everywhere I want there to be candles everywhere I want there to be I want to paint sigils on the fucking walls and shit I want to keep selenite everywhere I want to keep crystals everywhere I want to have a bin under my bed that I can pull out that's full of my divination tools so I can do readings both online and so I can travel the country in this van and do readings at events and at fairs and it literally just stuff like that. I want to do paranormal investigations for my following. I want to continue to record podcast episodes, and most of all, I want to travel all over the country, and I am so invested in this idea. I have been manifesting this for so long, and I don't know if I've ever talked about it before, but I am 
the past couple days i've been taking legitimate real steps towards this um now do i know if i'm gonna go to college right now no which i probably should know because i'm literally a junior in high school um but it's literally like people always say that you have to have like a plan by the time you're like 14 no you don't you literally don't like you don't have to have a plan it is literally fine like um but i am so invested in this idea because i want to be able to have those new experiences and i have never loved doing something as much as I love doing readings and doing the things that I am doing right now in order to make my money. I have never loved something that much. And so I have made it my mission in life to be able to both travel, which I love, and do that for as long as I possibly can. Um, so I will definitely keep you guys updated if I have any more steps towards that, but believe me, like, I know people are gonna, like, DM me and shit being like, there's so many cons to van life, I know, believe me, I have looked into this for literally over, like, literally, like, a year and a half, like, I have been in-depth researching this for a long time, and I feel like I don't really talk about it with a lot of people, I don't really discuss it with a lot of people, I mention it, like, on my private story, like, once every five months, but I literally put so much effort and thought into this, I have... I got plans. I got really, really big plans for this year, for the next year, for all, like, so many different years before me, and I am manifesting that consciously, and I know that I am manifesting that consciously, and I am honestly super excited for what 2022 is going to bring for me and my goals. Um, I'm ready. I'm excited. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I also feel like the Capricorn New Moon literally helped me get into my motivation so much, but... Anyways, okay, the last thing that, not the last thing, second to last thing that I want to talk about is Venus and Mercury retrograde. Now, Venus has been in retrograde for uh, quite some time, since December 19th. I talked about that in a previous podcast episode. Um, And so, so many people, it's so funny to me, because literally so many people are DMing me asking about, like, relationship issues. I'm like, girl, Venus is just in retrograde. Um, But... Yeah, so there's going to be a time this year where Venus and Mercury retrograde intersect. Now, I am not one for demonizing astrological events. I think that each astrological event gives us an opportunity to grow in a different way. Um, but this is kind of scary to me, not going to lie. Obviously, it's not like evil, but I'm, I, it's, it's, a little, it's a little scary. So in case you don't know what a retrograde is, a retrograde is when a planet appears to orbit in the opposite direction than it would normally go, and each planet has a specific meaning and properties, so when they go into retrograde, we get the opposite effect. Um, Mercury retrograde is the most commonly known one, I'd say. Um, So, just as an example, Mercury stands for technology and communication, so when Mercury goes into retrograde, we experience technology issues, we experience, like, um issues in communication and stuff like that so venus has been in retrograde like i said since december 19th um and we have so we've been experiencing more like financial and romantic difficulties because venus is the planet of love and money venus is actually my favorite planet so when it went into retrograde i was kind of sad um but the reason that the overlap between venus retrograde and mercury retrograde is so important because they're they're the two retrograde is so important because these are the two retrogrades that most affect our relationships and our dynamics between our friends and family and partners 
Um, so people say like during Venus retrograde, like don't cut your hair, don't make financial decisions, don't allow your ex back into your life during retrograde, during Mercury retrograde. I'm sorry, I can't speak. Um, people are like, don't text your ex, don't be frustrated with when tech acts up, etc. So when we combine those two, here's some advice for Venus and Mercury's retrograde intersection. Don't text your ex back. They may reach out, they may try to like talk to you, they may try to engage don't engage back don't just don't do it because they're your ex for a reason believe it or not and i know that that may be difficult to hear but they're they are your ex for a reason if they were meant to be in your life then they would be so do not reach out to them and do not engage if they reach out to you um put in extra effort to communicate with your loved ones and let them know that they love you because i feel like during venus and retrograde and mercury in retrograde when that overlaps people are going to overthink so much and people are not going to communicate as much as they should which is really like mm, could be a very serious issue um but yeah um also don't spend large amounts of money on technology that's just a little random one um but don't because technology is going to act up during mercury retrograde and venus retrograde is already like going to bring irresponsible purchases do not buy large amounts of technology like don't spend a lot of money on technology during venus and mercury retrogrades intersection just a little bit of advice from your friendly neighborhood astrologer <laughs> um anyways the last thing i want to talk about is a very brief topic but it literally like ah, oh, i can't stop laughing at it one of my mutuals on tiktok did this thing where she was like she did a video i literally have a draft of it and i'm not sure i should upload it or not but she was like trying to get on the witch talk blacklist and i didn't know what that was and so i was like what what is the witch talk blacklist like i don't understand there are people on discord who made a list of like all of the bad witch talkers now we all know the witch talk is extremely toxic like it's so bad like it's actually so embarrassing um but there's like a discord chat of people just dissing creators sometimes just for not sharing the same views as them or like people will get attacked for like when creators are like hey do your own research i'm not your fucking teacher and then people are like oh, how dare they i'm like bro i do that like i'm surprised i'm not on the witch talk blacklist honestly like i haven't seen the list maybe i am i don't know i'm kind of offended if i'm not because i feel like if I'm not, then that would make me kind of upset. But it just reminds me of, like, high school mean girls, like, type vibe. Like, just this list. Oh, my God. It's so ridiculous. I am literally so done with how toxic witch talk is. Like, I'm just tired of it. Because witch talk, I literally, like... Uh, the, the people appropriating closed practices, the people god-spousing, the people, like, um what was i gonna say the people who are like don't manifest during the eclipse like stuff like that remember when people were like i hexed the moon like no you didn't stop <laughs> the moon is a divine being are people trying to hex deities or like the amount of classism that literally goes on on witch dog is so embarrassing because like people are like you need all of these different ingredients in order to be a witch like no you don't you don't it's a it's a nature based thing like it's it's witchcraft literally just means performing spells you don't have to have all these fancy schmancy ingredients in order to practice witchcraft and it's absolutely insane that anyone would think that anyways i could talk about how toxic witch talk is for literally hours but i'm not going to um 
But if anyone on that Discord chat wants to add me to the Witch Dog Blacklist, I would love that. That would make me really happy, not gonna lie. Anyways, do your own research. Creators don't owe you information. Um, (laughs) I'm so sorry. I feel like this episode has been all over the place, but I just love talking about this kind of stuff. And I never realize how much I miss podcasting until I'm, like, in the process of podcasting and I just have too much to discuss, like, too much to talk about. Um, but anyways, that's all the topics that I wanted to cover today. Um, again, I do all types of readings, whether that's oracle, tarot, astrological, um, poem, stuff like dream interpretation, like, all types of readings. So if you're interested in any of those, you can DM me on on spiritually connected readings on Instagram. I have my prices and my hours, um, for slots in my feed and you can look at reviews on my website which is speechconnectedreadings.weebly.com you can also leave a review on there if you've gotten a reading from me i would really appreciate that um follow all of my socials which i mentioned at the beginning of the at the beginning of (laughs) at the beginning of the podcast um and comment on my recent instagram post what strange and paranormal cases you want me to cover in the next strange and paranormal podcast episode because i need ideas to research um so yeah i love you so 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 much thank you for listening to me ramble um and i hope that you have an amazing day or night or whenever you're listening to this um blessed be